Hi, and welcome to the Mouse More Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Crystal, Rachel, Tony, Adam, Bridget, and Liza. That's a big group. How is Whoa. everyone? Hey. Hey. How's everyone doing? This is like, what, is it day 300 of the quarantine? I lost count. It's been a minute. It feels that way. It's yeah. like, you know, like day 4,000. Yeah. <laughs> is everybody homeschooling the kids or are you guys all out on break? Because it's break for us. Oh, no. We're homeschooling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, that, that I'm was... off, but the kids are in school till Wednesday. Oh. I'm only off for this week, but then it's going to be back to like working like nine to nine fifteen, and then nine twenty to nine forty-five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like awful. Yeah, I I have new respect for like somebody with a full-time job who's also homeschooling because like you know, and my kids are a little older, but still, you know, they constantly need stuff, or one of them will try to kill the other one. You know, just little things like that. So. It's tough. I was on the phone with a client and just like all of a sudden all this noise starts and it was so, it was embarrassing. And I was like, hey, cat, knock it off. No, it was one of my kids. Um, anyway, okay. So tonight we thought we would talk about things you're doing to bring a little bit of Disney into your life during the time that one, we're quarantined and two, the parks are closed. And by the way, nobody knows when it's opening again, right? So that's a little sad. I'm going to turn it over to Rachel because Rachel actually had the idea for the topic. At our house, we've really gotten into drawing a lot lately. My son loves to draw. And we were doing the lunch doodles with Mo Willems at first, like the first week of the quarantine. And that um, that really piqued an interest in drawing different characters. And so then... We, um, Disney Parks blog on March 19th released that they were going to be releasing videos on how to draw characters. And if you go to Disney Parks and just search for um, Draw Mickey Mouse at Home with a Disney Parks artist, you'll find the article from March 19th. And there are numerous videos showing you how to draw Aladdin's Pal Genie, Tinkerbell, Buzz Lightyear, Stitch, Winnie the Pooh, and this used to be one of my favorite attractions at Hollywood Studios when you could go in and draw the character and then have a souvenir. And you can now, you know, draw characters at um, Animal Kingdom, at Lion King type characters. And on the cruise ships, too, I go to all the animation classes. So this is giving me us kind of the opportunity to feel like we're at Disney in a way and get to spend time drawing our favorite characters. So and the and the good thing about it is when you're at, you know, the, on the boats or at the parks, they don't give you an eraser and you can't push pause and you can't rewind. I mean, they go very fast, but here you can slow it down and push pause and fix your little mistakes. So we've really had fun drawing these characters. Have you, has anybody else tried drawing them? No, I haven't no. tried to draw them, but I did do a chalk drawing of Mrs. Puff the other day on, from SpongeBob. I've been doing a lot of chalk drawing. I don't know why. Are you doing like a Mrs. sidewalk? Mrs. Puff from SpongeBob. <laughs> oh, I thought you drew the teapot from Which? Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, why are you dry, drawing Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the you Beast? You know, maybe I could. Okay. Do, well, I asked my kids what, what character they wanted me to draw. And I've drawn every other SpongeBob character. So they're like, because I don't know. I, have, I can draw all the SpongeBob characters for some reason, but... 
But um, the, the, the Disney ones, I'm very interested to try that. Have y'all ever I done it at the parks? No. You haven't? I, I did years ago. There was an animation class I took when I was like a teenager. But um, I mean, I would like for, I think Nick would probably really enjoy them. Um, we've had just no time. He's yeah. He's been working. I mean, it's been tough. It is. It's, it's, <laughs> it's funny. Very hard to balance stuff. When when I saw that, I thought, oh, I'll I'll let my my son Thomas know because he's you know he's into art and things like that, but it it hasn't happened because they had so much work for like you know the few weeks they were in school and now they're on break and they're just kind of laying around and you know I finally got them outside to ride bikes and stuff, but it's hard right now. I mean. You know, it's hard It's hard to get them motivated. But if you can do that, more power to you because I think it's cute and it's sort of a fun, you know, it's better than them being playing games and stuff. So, yeah, Chris, you'll like this one. Well, maybe. I don't know if you will because it made me think of your LaFleu comment. I just noticed this video. We haven't done this one yet. But Josh Gad tests his skills at drawing Olaf. So he doesn't mm-hmm. drawing LaFleu, but he's drawing Olaf. I bet that's funny. Oh yeah. Well, he was reading bedtime stories too, which is adorable. He's I love him. So yes. and it was so weird cute. to hear Olaf reading um, bedtime stories. Yeah, you know, that's like adorable. if you closed her eyes, you imagine the little snowman. Or I did. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. so check out the um, the videos. Draw us a picture and post it on our uh, Facebook page. I'd love to see them. Rachel, there, there's one thing that you said uh, that really stuck in my mind, and that is the phrase. Back during the first week of quarantine, did you ever think in your lifetime you would talk about the first week of your quarantine? Yeah. It's so weird. Like, I feel like we're going to wake up and somebody's going to go, oh, yeah, no, that was a that was a joke. You know, (laughs) ha ha. (laughs) It's like we just need something new to do. That's the problem. Yeah. But and these are all good ideas. Who's doing puzzles? I feel like we're doing like, like we have a haunted mansion one, which is the hardest puzzle we have ever done. It's like a thousand pieces, which is not a lot when it comes to a puzzle, but they're all green. So, I mean, it's like, it's from like an old haunted mansion poster in New Orleans Square. And it's like, I'm like, Kevin, <laughs> the kids kind of give up. So Kevin and I are like going at night a little bit and work on it together. But really, it's incredibly difficult. But, you know, hey, we've got a lot of time right now. So... Where did you get that one, Chris? I I bought it at, I think I bought it in Disneyland for one of the kids a couple years ago, and we just never did it. So We've been buying a lot of Disney puzzles from Target and having yeah. them or whatever, because they've got some really good Disney puzzles. We just did Aladdin. Yeah. I'll tell you, up yeah. here, you've got a better chance of getting toilet paper than you do a jigsaw puzzle. Really? What yes. What is the deal with that? Like, it seems like things are very different depending on where you are. Yeah, I, I don't know. Here it's uh, jigsaw puzzles, cooking oil, and yeast. Really? So it reminds I, me of my first girlfriend. Ah, okay. <laughs> Which is sad though, because I actually thought that Cheryl was your first girlfriend, so she might object to this. I'm kidding. I don't. I don't know anything about that. Um, I think it's weird. Like yeast was in short supply down here, and then now you can get it all over the place. And I think it's because people realize they don't actually know how to bake. So. I got a block of yeast here. What am I going to do with it? Nothing, nothing at all. So we actually accidentally double ordered from Publix because I'm, 
apparently incapable of modifying an order online. And so we got four loaves of bread today. And I'm like, I don't need this. I, I just made homemade bread. So just freeze so. it. I know. Can you freeze it? Yep. I don't know. I've yep. never frozen. I've got before. two loaves okay. of bread in my freezer. Okay. Oh, yeah. I freeze bread all the time. Yeah, what? you can. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I was just offended that my homemade bread wasn't going to, because you know how kids are. They'd rather have the store-bought stuff. What? So. Okay. I think so. It's like box mac and cheese. I mean, you know, yeah. you can make the best mac and cheese, but they still want craft. I know, right? Yeah, mine are the mm-hmm. same way. It's terrible. But when you freeze your bread and you take it out of the freezer, how long is it good for afterwards? It's the same amount of I time, put, I think. There, yeah, I put it in the refrigerator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you just eat it till it molds? Yeah, but it's, oh, it's, a, it's, a, but it's <laughs> the same amount of time. It's like it stops the process or something. It just like slows it down and then... And then I don't notice that it doesn't last as long. Hmm. It makes it easy. Mm-hmm. My grandmother did that all the time. That generation. Elders. They remember the depression. Elders. They remember the depression. Yeah. You go to the, the cheap bread store. Is it like the day old, day old bread, store? bread? Yeah. Just yeah. buy yourself mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I guess we kind of really did digress, but that's yeah. okay. It's a sign sure. of the times. We're going through a lot. Okay. Who would like to go next? Crystal, do you want to go? Tell us what you're doing. Sure. So it's no secret. I love to eat and I love to eat in Disney. And um, luckily, Rick Bayless has been going live on Facebook, um, actually sometimes Instagram, but mostly Facebook, giving um, tutorials on how to cook different dishes every day at 1 p.m. Central Time, actually. So I think it's about 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, And um, it's Tuesday through Saturday he does it. And he does a whole meal soup to nuts. I've seen him do spicy beans. He made, I think, fish veracruz. He made all different kinds of tacos. And it really just brings me back. And I'm just so happy to watch him. And it makes me, you know, happy for the for the uh, hour that he's on. He's on for a good 45 minutes. Okay, so you and I actually, he's the guy from Frontera, right? Yes. Okay, and you and I went there together. That is the best. I love that place. Yes. And he's so open about, he's really great at like explaining everything and explaining what you can use instead of maybe the very authentic ingredients that he's using. Mm-hmm. And um, everything seems really doable. So it's goals, you know, it's, it gives, gives me inspiration to maybe think outside the box and get out of my funk and try to do something a little fun for dinner. I'm enjoying right. it a lot. Yeah. Have you have you tried to make any of your favorite Disney recipes at home? We did. Um we we've we've made I haven't recently I've made um Dole Whip, pineapple Dole Whip from scratch. I've tried to okay. do that. That came okay. Was Not it so okay? Great. Oh uh. okay. Actually a big hit that we have done. I don't know if you guys remember from Food and Wine, the lamb it's like a little baby lamb chop with um, potato chips and mint. It's like a mint chutney with potato chips on top. Do you guys remember that this dish? Sounds mm. terrible. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so amazing. I actually recreated it for Super Bowl Sunday. You could the the uh, like the recipe is published. Yeah, it was like a yeah like a lamb chop lollipop. Okay, and it's like a a mint kind of chutney on it with potato chips on top holy smokes it's gonna change your life Mm. i promise you try it try it 
we made the bread pudding. Nick found a recipe for the bread pudding for um, Ohana with the bananas and like the caramel Ooh, sauce. Yeah. It was quite delicious. Oh, that sounds good. And very easy. So that yeah. may be Easter um, dessert for us. Ooh, bread. that's a good way to use your old bread. Mm, it is, speaking of. Mm. Yeah, bread, bread It all comes around. Bread pudding is a good, easy recipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super yummy. Well, and I love I love that sauce. And you can put that sauce on ice cream, too. So. Oh, yeah. Well, and then we had vanilla ice cream. So we, like, you know, then it just gets melty and yummy. Oh, so good. Look, I've, I've gained like 20 pounds already. You know, it. that's, I think everybody's going to come out of this with the, what is it? Tony called it the pandemic 15. Yes. Here's here's a little hint from your old pal Tony. Every couple days, just go try on a pair of jeans. (laughs) Yeah, actually, that's true. Wear jeans. Don't wear stretchy pants. Who's worn real? Have has anyone wore like Have any of you worn like real clothes recently? No. Or are you in your workout clothes? Oh, are you going to work, Tony? No, but I had to go into the office to do something and uh, dressed up. Put so on I actually, nice clothes. Well, I put jeans on, which these days is is business wear. I know, right? <laughs> I I actually wore a Lily Pulitzer dress the other day because it was warm. Just because I I was like I told Kevin I'm like I'm done. I'm putting on a dress because I don't like pants. I would, and then like two hours later, I'm wearing my you know my workout pants. So. I'm like, I have not. I've all athletic yoga pants. Yeah. Because then I'm like, well, guess what? If I want to work out, I'm already dressed. It's like the impromptu (laughs) workout. Well, and I mean, like, as much as we're eating, I feel like everybody I know is exercising. Like, I've been getting a lot of exercise in. Hmm. But it's been kind of sporadic. Like, like maybe two in one day and then nothing for a day and, or we'll go walking cause we're going stir crazy. I mean, you really like, I think it's super important to move. If you're not moving, it's very bad. Uh, Crystal, just like you were mentioning, um, Mr. Bayless, I can't remember if it's Rick or skip. Rick. It, which one's it's the Rick skip. Okay. skip Bayless. That's funny though. I like it. No, but he's an ESPN guy. Oh, okay. Right. Tony, Adam, help me out. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. Well, you said that, like yeah so they're brothers and his brother which one skips the sports and ricks the cook yeah. or is that back okay oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. yes okay um but art smith who has homecoming he's also doing live cooking demonstrations on his instagram account on wednesdays at three o'clock central 4 p.m eastern and this is going to come out after the fact but on the 8th he is demonstrating how to make his hun- hummingbird cake mm-hmm. and also ice or hot tea with fruit. So anyway, I haven't had the hummingbird cake, but isn't that a big deal at his restaurant? Oh, hummingbird cake. Have you had hummingbird cake ever? No, I don't even know what it is. Okay. I think carrot cake with a bunch of other stuff thrown in there. The no, little beaks. The little you don't want to you don't want to get a beak in your mouth. Oh, that's the worst. Or a feather. Yeah. If you get a feather in your mouth, it's like oh darn birds. No, it's like a carrot cake with like fruit and stuff in it. I've never had a carrot cake. Really? Yeah, I don't even know what carrot cake tastes like. Oh, you're missing out. You gotta have one. Oh, go to the sure. go to the Starbucks and Hollywood Studios and get their carrot cake cookie. That's close enough. Does it have or carrot ma- in it? Yes. That sounds awful. You'll no, it's never got carrot taste. on it. There's a little frosting and then slices of carrot. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? No, it's got carrot <laughs> baked in. You would never oh, taste it. I thought he it. was telling the truth. No. See, I'm so gullible. But <laughs> well, no. 
It's kind of like zucchini bread. Like you never taste all the stuff in zucchini bread. You don't taste the zucchini. Carrot cake's good. It kind of tastes like I would say like like spice cake or like gingerbread or something. I like the frosting. Mm-hmm. And cream, cream cheese frosting. Cream cheese frosting's the best. Mm-hmm. Liza, what about you? Okay, so I've been wearing my ears sometimes when I get sad. I had to go on a Zoom meeting the other day and uh, I had my ears on. But another thing I've been doing and what I discovered is I, I broke down and got Disney+. Plus. I'm pretty late in the Disney Plus game, but I got it. And it was the best, what is it, six ninety nine? I don't remember. Yeah. It was really good, though, because I started watching Imagineering Story. And it has beyond exceeded anything that I could have expected. It was so good. Told you. So, so good. I got teary-eyed. I almost, I, I think I did, I, I literally did have some tears in the first episode. It was pretty emotional. I'm going to rewatch it again. So good. Highly recommend wow. it. If you haven't seen it, just watch. I'm watching it again. I I actually tried to watch it and I got like 30 seconds in and I wanted to watch it, but um, it's been really busy. Like, I don't even know why, but it's just been crazy busy lately. So um, but that's on my list all the time. Oh. All the time. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like Bridget and I were talking about this, about how we feel like this is the busiest we've ever felt. And we're like jealous because we want to binge watch a show. So, mm-hmm. well, you got to make um, time sometimes like, like sometimes when you make time, you make yourself go work out and you make the time because you don't really have the time, but you make the time. This is something you might need to make time for is to relax and just watch a show. You're just going to have to say, you know what? Everything else can wait. I'm just going to sit here, chill out and watch some TV. And that's what you need Um, to watch. I mean, I did, I did lock myself in a room the other day. I think it was like last week when it was kind of rainy and gross out and tried to like get a bunch of Ozark episodes in. So yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to like, you almost have to like lock the door and be like, I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was great. It's It sounds like it's really good. And I think, you know, my kids have been watching like some of the movies. I watched part of Frozen 2 the other day. So that was good. But your kids you would know. like the Imagineering stuff, Chris. Oh, they would they love probably it. Love it. They would love it, yeah. Christina. You got to watch it with them. That's a good family show. Like, it's a good thing to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good idea. Actually, that's not a bad idea. We can all watch it together, which definitely beats trying to, you know, do a puzzle that none of us can find the pieces for. So yeah, I think it's really sad. Your oldest will love it. Yeah, we've started rewatching the Marvel series in order. That's kind of been fun. Yeah, I want to do that again too because I feel like, especially like the first couple ones, I've missed some stuff. They're my favorite. I I think I like them more than Star Wars now. So I love the dialogue. I mean, I can just have it on and be working in the house or doing something. And I just love the dialogue. It, to me, it's really sharp and quick. Just, yeah. like, we watched Captain Marvel the other night and I just was laughing so hard about all the nineties references. Oh, those were funny. I like all the stories. I like all the characters, like even, even Scarlett Johansson, Liza. I like oh, her too. I don't like her, but is it in oh, the order of the release? Is that what the order is? Or is there like another order? I don't understand what the order is. There are 
different ideas about which order you should go in. On, Tony, you know. Tony can tell you, Liza, I bet. There are those who will say you should watch them in chronological order that they were released as films. And then there are those who will tell you that you should watch them in chronological times within the Marvel Universe. Oh. So starting with Captain America, then to Captain Marvel, and so on. Okay, well, what do you think? Uh, I enjoyed watching them in the order of their theatrical release. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. Well, I have no well, idea which I one was even that. first. And I mean, there's there's a whole different thing. You can get into incorporating things like... Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter and then all the yeah. Netflix shows. And next thing you know, it's a, it's a big, like, 400-episode list and you should watch in this order and it gets crazy. Well, I have so, kids. I can't be doing all that. The thing to me about um, the whole, I don't need to watch any Agent Carter thing because then it ruins Endgame for me. Like, you know, I if, if you throw the Agent Carter stuff in, then it's not... Con- it's not, it doesn't work with how Endgame ended. And I like the way it ended where, you know, they ended up together again. There, I just ruined it for that one person who hasn't seen it. Me. You just um, ruined it for Liza. I know, but Liza's not going to watch I'm it. I'm not She's emotionally not gonna... invested in those series. It's not like it's right. going to You might next be. Week. You might, if you watch it, you might be. You see Captain America being so sad and lonely and just staring at his compass with, you know, Agent Carter's picture in there and I feeling all know. bad. It's, I don't, you I won't even remember. It's like the, what was my movie going to be that I was going to make? I can't remember this or uh, something or... <laughs> Don't you know, why is it today said that her movie was going to be, be called she was going to do a movie and it was going to be called I can't remember I forgot I forgot what it was <laughs> but that was going to be the name of it like I can't remember this or so I forgot like you go into one room and you're like where yeah yeah I get no I get it anyway um, it's all the same day anyway no. <laughs> hey Chris before you go on I've got to share with y'all a neat story I heard about Samuel Jackson this week Okay. Uh, so, um, a good friend of ours, when her daughter was one, she was diagnosed with neuroblastoma and right. was given a really um, slim chance of living. Mm. And um, they they were like, "No, we're going to fight this." And they actually went up to y- your neck of the woods, Bridget, up to Philly. Um, mm-hmm. Is it Chop? Is, yeah. Yes. They went there from Arkansas, traveled up there, and everything. And the little girl, she was so old for her actual chronological age i mean like she was a deep soul and like at age two she started watching marvel or whatever and they decorated everything and she was like i am a superhero and i'm gonna beat this well somebody got in touch with samuel jackson and he recorded videos of himself as he did one of as himself as samuel and then he did another one as nick fury and sent them to this little girl morgan and would just talk about how he had missions for her as Nick Fury and he needed her to get well. The mom was even texting me about it. Some He wanted her to be the next Black Widow and he needed her to get well, to be strong, to fight. And I just thought, oh, what a man, you know, to take the time out of his day for a little girl in Arkansas and send that to her. Wow. So anyway, I just thought that was a great, amazing story. I love him. We were just watching Star Wars when he was Mace Windu. And I'd forgotten how much I love him as Mace Windu. I feel like Samuel L. Jackson's in like every movie. He is. He's always popping up. He's actually one of our agents. He's ubiquitous. He's everywhere. (laughs) He just sold Viking. It was great. (laughs) We're really excited. Yay. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, Yeah, we just hired him. Um, Okay. 
Bridget, what are you doing? Um, so I do, I want Nick to participate in this cool Khan Academy thing. So if you're not familiar with Khan Academy, it's kind of like a digital learning environment, um, where like even I'm a, an online, um, teacher and we will send kids there for, um, math videos that are actually taught by, by teachers, um, but they also do other kinds of um, programs. So they have one that's called Imagineering in a Box, and it's basically all based on uh, Disney Imagineering. So um, it's just a really cool, and it's it's laid out in basically a, a lesson plan. It has three lessons, and they the kids can go through and and create a world, create a story, um, a themed land, and they can submit their stuff and and have people look at it that are from Disney Imagineering, I believe. So that's one thing that is on our like to-do list of what to do. But I'll be honest, like we've just kind of been like look, looking up recipes and, you know, like I said, we made the banana bread pudding from Ohana. And um, just this evening, Katie and I were jamming and belting out um, happily ever after in the kitchen while we are making dinner. So listening to Disney music is kind of our little getaway for um, think about the parks because they're, they're worried that their July trip isn't going to happen. So, you know, we'll see taking, I'm just going along as if it's, as everything, everything's going to be fine. We're going to be able to do what we want to do and everything will be as normal, but um, trying to keep their hopes up and, and listen to all of our favorite stuff. So that's what we've been doing a lot of um, music. Okay, let's go on. Let's. We've been skipping the guys. Tony, what do you think? All right, well, we have been keeping busy. Luckily, my girls are pretty much uh, handling their own homeschooling, so uh, they're pretty much going to be dunces. Um, <laughs> no, that's You're not, doing that's a not great true. job, Tony. They're both. They're both very good students. Um, and uh, I have been keeping busy with uh, a lot of the Disney Parks blog stuff. Uh, they have created a website called Disney Magical Moments, and they are posting a lot of uh, stories on there related to, um, you know, spreading some joy. The Dapper Dans have been on there, the Jammeters. Uh, they are doing a new At Home with Olaf series that some animator is doing from home, and then Josh Gad is doing the, the voice of Olaf from home. And it, they're only, there's two of them out now. They're one's like 41 seconds and the other one's a minute long, but they're really cute. They're, you know, just, it's Olaf doing stuff. Um, and they've had a lot of, you know, stories. Uh, the I think the drawing stuff is on there. Um, so there, there's some crafts for some kids. So there's a lot of stuff there. If you look up Disney Magical Moments, you'll find the website. Um, they're also doing, through the Parks blog, a virtual tour of the Imagine uh, of the Imagineering building uh, and their offices and they just released the second uh, episode today so that's been fun uh, I've been doing a lot of Disney plus uh, catching shows that I normally wouldn't watch uh, a lot of National Geographic stuff and then uh, of course I'm, I'm busy with my other podcast uh, uh, both of those trying to do you know shows and trying to fit in work uh, and, it, and you know like you guys, uh, some of you guys, it seems like even though I'm at home and I've got time, I keep running out of time every day. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how I feel, too. So. Yeah, it's crazy. Like they're, you're handed all this time. And it's it's just eaten up. Well, and I think for for us, you know, in a way, too, I mean, the job is a little crazy right now. People need to 
they need to move trips and they're, you know, trying to get things in order. So it has been really busy. And that doesn't mean like in my case, that doesn't mean that everyday paperwork is not still happening, you know, so there's a lot going on. And then you've got the kid stuff. And yeah, I mean, Tony, I feel that way. I feel like, gosh, it's 11 o'clock. I didn't get blank done, you know. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to say that the one thing I have done is something I'm embarrassed to admit, because I always tell my clients not to do this. I went on Disney forums and read about Disney. Uh. Yes. And you know what? I haven't been on one in years, probably really since I became a TA, because I get enough Disney every single day of my life. But I had forgotten how bad they were and how mean people were and just like snap. And I don't know if they're snippier than usual, but I was like, gosh, these people are getting angry. So yeah, I don't post. I was just reading them. So I learned a lot. That's what I've been doing. It's really not constructive, but you know, it only takes like five minutes at a time to read a forum. And okay. Last of all, Adam, what have you been doing? Uh, Two things because um, I can't only pick one, right? Mm-mm. It's fine. Um, the that Rachel mentioned is off air, so I don't want to steal her thunder, but I'm going to have to. Joe Rody, uh, who I was supposed to have lunch with in three weeks, mm. got canceled. Ah. He he on his Instagram is posting uh, information about Animal Kingdom. He's going around the park and discussing why um, they picked certain design elements, what something is supposed to represent, if it's real, like if it's supposed to represent a real place or if it's like a combination of different geographical areas. Uh, because like, especially in the Asia section, there's a, there's a lot of different uh, architecture themes, which I didn't know about that was all different. So he goes into that whole discussion, why they chose something, why something is a certain way. It's really cool. He, you know, Instagram is free. You can join it, follow Joe Rody, and he's, I don't know, he's posted like at least 12 different things. I just like in the morning, I'll just read what he posted from like the previous day in bed. And it's just a little, you know, short blurb. And he's got some photos that he took. So they're like, you know, like pre-construction or during the process. It's, it's kind of cool. Um, the other thing, of course, Disney Plus. But uh, I've been watching on there One Day at Disney is a, a little short series they've been doing. They're like seven-minute long videos, and they highlight a different person that works for Disney. And they've gone in the parks. They've gone at the animation studio, live action, Star Wars. Um, they had one for the guy that's a, that's a scuba diver that fixes the... Um, the Nemo uh, submarine ride. He goes and dives into that water every day and works on the animatronics. They had uh, the the woman that plays Dory in Finding Nemo the musical. They had a little, you know, seven minute video about her and you know how she got her start and everything. It's really cool. And uh, and I've just been like rewatching old movies that I haven't seen in a while. Like I just rewatched Cars. The other oh. day. I, hadn't, I hadn't seen it in forever and I forgot how good it was. That's, That's a really good, one, good movie. Yeah. I love that one. You know yeah. what? I saw that um day that Disney Day thing. I need to look at that. I I'm gonna watch those tonight, I think. It's my goal. Yeah, they're, they're short. They're seven minutes yeah. most. Yeah. Uh, one was like a, you know, a guy's a an animator and 
Um, the guy that draws Mickey Mouse has, has got a video and really cool stuff on there. And okay. it's stuff, work, jobs that you didn't even know happen in the company and uh, what's going on. So, Have you guys seen those pictures that people have taken? They've posted like of totally empty parks. Have you seen those? Like somebody just posted some on, I don't know, like some group I was in. Or maybe it was on, you know, one of those forums I was on of like bunches of different, like, you know, just like some, somebody taking photographs right now of the parks, like that are totally empty. It's very eerie. And yet, I don't I would love to be in there. I'm, are you guys surprised at how much you're missing it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since I was just there, it doesn't seem like I should, but yeah, same here. I think I am more so because I was just there. I'm I'm used to being down there once a month or having something planned. So it's definitely weird feeling, you know, to not be able to just say, you know what? Like one of my kids and he he knows. He's like, "What are we doing for spring break?" And I'm like, "We're staying right here." He's like, "Really?" <laughs> Because, you know, they're kind of used to, we're close enough, we could just pack the car up and go, you know, um, gosh, it's not great. It's just, but, it's weird not to be able to go anywhere. Yeah, that's true. And, and you know, I have to say, I mean, to me, so far, I feel like there has been a lot of positive that's come out of this for my family. You know, like, we've had lots of family time, lots of together time, lots of, you know, like, I've tried all kinds of new food you know, cooking all kinds of different things. Cause you know, we're not going anywhere except to go to the grocery store. So there's a lot of positive and I have no right to complain about anything, but you could recognize how privileged and fortunate you are and still miss Disney world or whatever, you know? So it's definitely a weird thing. And I think it's going to be interesting. Like I said to my husband, I'm like, somewhere there's a guy or a girl, whoever, writing a screenplay about this right now. And they're going to sell it. And it's going to be like this huge movie. You know, they're taking like, don't you think like this, this will be a topic for years to come that people will write about. It'll be in the history box. Yeah. I mean, the whole world is under quarantine. It's so weird. And the sad thing is, is, you know, and again, we're complaining about missing Disney World. The reality is there are people risking their lives. And and even something as simple as working in a store is a very hazardous job right now. And it, um, Or people who've lost their jobs. So it's important to kind of, you know, I tell my kids every day, we're all in this together. We all have to keep it together. No arguing get along because it's important that we come out of this and we remember we have good memories and we remember how fortunate we are. So that's my deep thought. So Adam was looking online as Adam does, as we all do. And he saw this question. I thought it would be fun to end a show with this question. Just go around and ask everyone. And here's the deal. In fact, Adam, go ahead and you go ahead and introduce it. Cause you're the one who thought of it. All right. So one has to stay. Either the Sorcerer Mickey hat that used to be in front of <laughs> the Chinese theater at, at Disney Hollywood Studios. The wand, the Mickey wand and hand that used to be above Spaceship Earth. And the cat, the 25th anniversary castle cake that was a, a, on top of Cinderella Castle at, for yeah. the 25th anniversary. Okay. So you, you, one of them has to stay. And you have to pick which one. Now, obviously, none of them are there now, but let's just say you got to pick one of them to come back. 
I, I like this. Wow. I want to hear what the grumpy old man has to say. Uh, not so old, really. But I want to hear what Tony has to say first. All right. The cake was an abomination. <laughs> okay. That is not that is not going to stay. <laughs> the wand and the hand just like threw off every picture. <laughs> because there was no symmetry. You know, it, it made the ball, it, it made it look lopsided to me. The only thing, if I had to choose one of the three that would stay, would be the sorcerer's hat. Now, it was only there from 2001, so it was not there when the park opened originally. And it was only brought in to celebrate the 100 years of magic uh, at Walt Disney World Resort. And, you know, I it, it kills me when you're walking around the parks now and people are talking about, I can't believe they knocked down the hat. The hat was so iconic. No, the sorcerer's hat was never iconic. Um, it's it too was an eyesore because it ruined the end of that really nice street and it completely blocked the Chinese theater when you were taking pictures. However, if I had to make one stay, it would be the sorcerer's hat. Can I ask you a question? I was always under the impression that the sorcerer's hat was there because Disney didn't own the rights to the image of the Chinese theater. So they had to take it out of the line of sight. So that's why they put the hat in there. That would be an interesting concept. If that were true. I don't know. It's, it's not true. I don't know. That's what I've, I had always I've, heard. I've never heard that before. But people still okay. take pictures of that theater. So. Well, right. Because now they have the rights. Like there's, there's some way that they got the rights to it. So maybe maybe it's a combination of things. I don't really know. Um, if you're listening, you can tell us on the private group or email us or something. But yeah, that's what I had always heard. I think so. that's a I think that's a forum thing that somebody made up. Because I are heard you it making before. fun of me for being no. on Disboards? <laughs> oh, that's what you get for being on those forums. I don't you understand. Know. I don't understand how to read those forums. I don't know if it's top to bottom or bottom to top. Me neither. Do you know who told me that? <laughs> Alex Wright. You might know him. He's an Imagineer. I had lunch I, with him. The only, the only, my only issue with that theory is why would they buy the rights back? Like they had, they put the source for Mickey hat. That's Mickey's hat. Like just leave it there then. Like why would they then build that, pay the money to build it and then buy the rights to, for the view of something and then pay the money to tear down a hat that they had. It just it seems like it's way too much money that they would have spent just because of, of you. It doesn't make any sense there. Maybe. I don't know. I kind of liked it though. Are you going or is this you picking that to stay? Yeah, that's what let, I'm picking to stay. Hold, hold on. Let, let me give you a little bit of hat trivia. Okay. It was originally going to be built outside the park mm -hmm. in the space cleared for David Copperfield's Magic Underground Restaurant. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay. I would just like to say that anything David Copperfield <laughs> should be not in a wholesome place like Disney because there's something very creepy about David yeah, Copperfield. Yeah, he's so creepy. <laughs> he is so creepy. You go out to dinner with, and the next thing you pass out in the back of his car, and you don't know how you got there. <laughs> or somebody's car. Does he own a tiger? I feel like he owns a tiger. He probably owns an alligator. Yeah. Even even more unpredictable and not at all cuddly. We should put him in the same room with Kenny G and see who comes out. David Copperfield, Kenny G, and Guy Fieri. All in the same Cage room. match <laughs> between the three of them. The winner... <laughs> That is known as the triad of dorks. 
I have a different I word know, me too. but I thought you were going to say it, but <laughs> it's a family show. Okay. But uh, since since we digressed again, I will I will finish telling you the trivia that the hat was also supposed to be twice the original size. Mm. The ears were supposed to be Ferris wheels, mm. and underneath the hat was going to be Walt, one man's dream. What? Wow. That just sounds overdone to say totally. the least. So let's make it half <laughs> the size and put a pin trading station under there. There we go. Bang. Done. Pin I trading. like the hat. I don't know why. I would just come in and I would see the hat. I'm not especially, I don't know, the Chinese theater just kind of like, eh, it's an okay building. Huh? Well, which one would you get rid of, Chris? Oh, w- I thought it was which one can stay. It would be the hat. You Although stay. I was oh, torn. I actually liked the wand and the, <gasps> on the Oh, I hated, oh, I I hated that wand on the ball. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, I would go with the hat, I guess. Um, I'm an so. Epcot purist. All right, so we had to digress so Tony could tell a bad joke, and now we're back, and I'm going to go to Liza. Okay, so there's no way I would keep the Epcot Mickey hand. I mean, that was just, even back in the day when I was younger, I would look at it and be like, that's awful. That's just horrible. I wasn't as offended as Tony was about the castle cake, saying it was an abomination. I mean, it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Everything was bad then. It was the early 90s. I mean, what are you going to do? It was bad. I don't know. The early 90s may have been better than the 80s. No, there's no way. 80s Mm. was the best. 80s had better music. I would probably keep the hat in Hollywood Studios, although I hated the hat because I loved the look of the Chinese theater. I loved that sight line, but it wouldn't matter anyway because they still blocked the Chinese theater with a stinking Star Wars stage. That is incredibly valid because when I was there, I thought the exact same thing. I thought, oh, yay, I can see. Oh, never mind. No, you can't. So if they just went ahead and did that anyway, I mean, what does it matter? I'd rather have the hat than that Star Wars stage. Yeah, I can see that point. That's a really valid point. Um, okay, Adam, what are you keeping? I'm keeping the hat because the you could still take a picture of the Chinese theater if you just went around the hat to the other side. Especially if you have an iPhone 11. Wide angle lens. Yeah, the other two, the other two, they're going to be in your pictures no matter what. So. Mm-hmm. Good point. Okay, uh, who else? Rachel. The uh, first time we went to Disney was when the wand was on the ball, and I didn't know the ball came without the wand. <laughs> so I'm keeping the hand and the wand because that was what I thought it was supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Crystal, what do you think? I, I have to agree with almost everyone. I'm keeping the hat. Keeping wow. The hat. Wow. Okay. And finally, Bridget. Uh, I am keeping the hat as well. I can't. Wow. I did that. That wand. I hated it. Do you know? Do you know what this tells me? We need some weirdo who would have said, "I'm keeping the cake." That's the person we need for the show. <laughs> well, the cake. The cake didn't bother me, and I probably would have kept the cake had they not put the Star Wars stage right there. Yeah, the Star Wars thing is a problem. It's a problem. Sure. It's a big so. problem, Disney. Yeah. All right. Okay. So now we see the kind of people we are. We're uh, Hollywood Studios hat people. I always liked it. And I kind of like, like Rachel, I kind of thought it belonged there, to be honest, because I hadn't gone to Hollywood Studios before it wasn't there. So I had no idea. Okay. All right. 
I'm going to hand this over to Tony so he can close out the show. All right. As always, I just want to remind everyone that our podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. Head on over to the website, Main Street and More Travel. Request a quote and let Chris connect you with the right agent for your travel needs. You can find the Mouse and More podcast across many social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And on behalf of Chris, Rachel, Bridget, Crystal, Liza, and Adam, I'm Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. Stay safe, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thanks.